0: Discovery Channel has jumped into one of the most intriguing potential historical findings in years, an armored booby-trapped Nazi gold train buried in Poland that may or may not actually exist. The cable network announced Friday it has begun production on a documentary going behind the scenes of investigators researching the exceedingly dramatic claim, which might or might not culminate with the opening of a buried transport vehicle filled with gold and priceless artwork that hasn't been seen since 1945.
1: Frenzy of activity in Poland after the supposed discovery of a Nazi treasure train that went missing in 1945.
2: Extraordinary story. Some local government officials have cast doubts over its existence. Alinda Kincaid has the latest, though, as authorities try to keep.
0: In the Owl Mountains of southwest Poland, close to the border of Germany, you're likely to find hikers and tourists enjoying a landscape very much like the Catskills in the U.S. or the Firths in Ireland. These gently rolling mountains are covered mostly with spruce, with occasional clusters of beech and yew, and the land is dotted with magnificent views. From the tower at Mount Kalanika, the entire scene is one of peaceful tranquility. But the beauty above ground belies what remains beneath, a complex secret network of underground tunnels built from 1943 to 1945 during World War II by Nazi prisoners, mostly Jews from Auschwitz. Tunnels built to carry trainloads of Nazi SS, their officers, their prisoners, and their stolen treasure for delivery to secret underground factories, vaults, and storage locations. Rumors traveled that area of Poland for years, tales had been told by dying German soldiers, tales of secret caverns and tunnels beneath the mountains, of an ancient castle that sat atop one of Hitler's secret headquarters and provided a link for the underground railway, of heavily guarded trains carrying gold and treasures, and of a priceless Russian artifact being loaded on a train in the dead of the night and disappearing underground. On the 7th of August, 2015, a 16-year-old German girl decided to take a swim in a mountain lake spotted something glittering under her feet and surfaced with a german stamped gold ingot she immediately turned it over to authorities to see if there was a rightful owner and they checked but by february of this year just a few weeks ago they said it was hers to keep all twenty thousand dollars worth subsequent searches of the lake have turned up nothing one week after her find Two men approached Polish authorities with news that they had discovered the location of a buried Nazi gold train. And they had advanced imaging pictures showing an armored train, complete with guns and hatches, buried 80 feet underground in what is believed to be a collapsed German-built railway. The all-out hunt for the Nazi gold train was on. Welcome to 1001 Heroes, Legends, Histories, and Mysteries. This one titled, The Nazi Gold Train, is from our history series, and this story will keep you right on the edge of your seat. 1001 Heroes is listened to in over 100 countries and found at iTunes or podbay.fm for you Android users and at our website at www.1001storiespodcast.com. You can also join us at facebook.com forward slash 1001heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, where over 8,000 fans gather to occasionally chime in with details and share our episodes with others. You can also find our brand-new sister show at 1001storiespodcast.com as well. This new show is also at iTunes and all the other podcatcher sites. Just search 1001 Classic and it will come up. Hit subscribe. It's free. And we will remind you every time we launch a new episode. This is your host and storyteller, John Hagedorn, and this is our story. On September 18, 2015, two men, Andreas Richter, a German geologist, and Piotr Koper, owner of a Polish construction company, both treasure hunters, hosted a press conference close to the small town of Wolkraszczyk in southwestern Poland and announced that with the help of new ground-penetrating radar, they had discovered the location of a buried Nazi train a heavily armored train that may well be carrying looted gold and artifacts, as well as dead Nazi prisoners. Their guest at the press conference was 85-year-old Thaddeus Slowakowski, local and former coal miner and treasure hunter, who had been searching the area himself for over 40 years in hopes of discovering the train or its artifacts, which are rumored to contain gold, stolen priceless art, and possibly the missing Amber Room of Russia removed panel by priceless amber panel by invading Germans, a room which he believes was destined for reconstruction in the Conrad Chamber of the nearby Kazia's Palace, an ancient castle rumored to have been a Hitler headquarters containing an underground platform and guard station from which the SS could access their secret underground trains. But the war and Hitler's plans ended abruptly in February of 1944, and Germany began to hide its stolen treasures. He also speculated that documents from Auschwitz may well have been buried with the train, based upon the testimony of a dying man who had been involved in burying the train. The two men had brought the information to the Polish government earlier in 2015, but had remained anonymous until August, at which time they felt they could garner the support of the Polish government to excavate the area. They were by no means the first to search for what had been called the ghost train. No one was able to find any evidence of the buried train, that is why the news that two fortune hunters may have finally located the elusive treasure has caused so much excitement. Piotr Koper and Andreas Richter, who announced their discovery in mid-August of 2015, said a 1926 railway map led them to a tunnel under the Kazias Castle where the train has been hiding for the past 70 years. As evidence, they released grainy radar images of the train that they claim is buried under 80 feet of rubble. Since the news came out, thousands of treasure hunters from all over Europe have flocked to Walbrzych, hoping to locate the train. However, not everyone is convinced of the discovery. Local historian Joanna Lamparska said, A handful of people have already looked for the train, damaging the line in the process. Nothing was ever found, but the legend has captured imaginations. A subsequent press conference hosted by Polish head of National Heritage Piotr Zukowski who assessed the radar images showing the armored train and was able to distinguish figures such as its guns and hatches started this way. As far as I know, nobody has accessed the train since World War II. The information about its location was given orally by a man who was among those who buried the train. The person revealed the secret upon his deathbed, along with a sketch of where the train was hidden. Zukowski then went on to say that he is now 99% that the train has been found, after seeing photographs of an object taken with ground-penetrating radar. This is unprecedented, he said. The train is over 100 meters long and is armored. We do not know what's inside, but its armor indicates it has a special cargo, said Mr. Zukowski. There is probably military equipment, but also jewelry, works of art, and archived documents, which we knew existed, but never found and the suggestion that the train carried stolen personal items, rather than solid gold blocks, has sparked a keen interest among specialists in returning looted property to their lawful owners. We are still very keen to establish the facts surrounding the content of this train, but certainly the discovery alone is of great interest. The golden jewel-encrusted amber room, which was made of several tons of the gemstone, and gilded with gold, was a gift to Peter the Great in 1716, celebrating peace between Russia and Prussia. But the room's fate became anything but peaceful. Nazis looted it during World War II, and in the final months of the war, the amber panels, which had been packed away in crates, disappeared. And it all may be loaded in crates 80 feet below ground, sitting on a train not far from Kizia's Castle, which today offers gold and tour adventure packages at their website, which offers the following information. By the way, that's spelled K-S-A-I-Z. As their website will tell you, Kazia's Castle, the third largest castle in Poland, is located on a majestic rock cliff by the side of the Pelznica River. Beautifully surrounded by the forest, within a 315,000 acre nature reserve, the castle is often called the Pearl of Lower Silesia. And this update to their website, discover Walbrzyd, and along with it, mysterious underground, unexplained histories, and hidden treasures. It was here that the Nazis dug a network of tunnels underneath the city, whose purpose to this day remains one of Europe's biggest enigmas. Join us on an adventure filled with unusual emotions and unforgettable sensations. We will follow the trail of explorers and see the underground world with our own eyes. Check out our golden tour packages. The massive gray and pink castle links many architectural styles dating back to the 13th century and to Slavic rulers. It passed into Austrian and then Prussian hands and was known as Schloss Furstenstein, while repeatedly being expanded, the last time in the early 20th century. It was private property of the aristocratic Hochberg family since the early 16th century until the Nazis seized it in order to punish the Hochbergs, who did not support Hitler. In fact, they had joined the Polish army. When borders shifted after the Second World War, this lower Silesia region became part of Poland. The castle's last owner, evicted by the Nazis, was Wales-born Mary Teresa Olivia Cornwallis West, first wife of Prince Hans Heinrich XV. Bearing the title of Princess of Pless, but popularly known as Daisy, she was a great beauty, a socialite, and related by marriage to Winston Churchill. Her brother George was the second husband of Churchill's mother, Jenny. The princess died in 1943 and was buried in the Hochberg Mausoleum near the castle, but her servants moved the body a number of times to protect the grave from plunder by Soviet troops who occupied the area from May of 45 until the end of 46. As a result, Princess Daisy's resting place remains unknown. It's another castle mystery with its own legend, and it's reported that her spirit does come back to visit. Even without the train and the gold and Daisy's ghost, the German wartime Project Reese, previously mentioned, consisted of seven underground areas beneath the Owl Mountains, and the castle provided access to the railway that connected them. The seven areas contained textile factories, concentration camps, storage areas, rooms for military weaponry and hardware, safe rooms for documents, and a hiding place for anything the Germans didn't want to give up, a hiding place that could easily be sealed with concrete or blown up if need be. Project Reese began in September of 1943, when Minister of Armaments and War Production Albert Speer and the senior management of organization TOTE started talks on the Project Reese. A network of roads, bridges, and narrow-gauge railways was created to connect excavation sites with the nearby railway stations. Prisoners were reloading building materials, cutting trees, digging reservoirs, and drainage ditches. Small dams were built across streams to create water supplies and sewage systems. Later, the rocks of the mountains were drilled and blasted with explosives, and the resulting caverns were reinforced by concrete and steel. For this purpose, mining specialists were employed, mostly Germans, Italians, Ukrainians, and Czechs, but the most dangerous and exhausting work was done by prisoners. The progress of digging tunnels was slow because the structure of the Owl Mountain consists of hard Nice. In December 1943, a typhus epidemic occurred amongst the prisoners, They were held in unhygienic conditions, exhausted and starving. As a result, construction slowed down significantly. There were at least five collective camps and an unknown number of forced laborers and POWs worked for the project, some until the end of the war. It is also undetermined how many prisoners lost their lives. According to incomplete data, at least 13,000 prisoners worked for the project, most of them coming in from the Auschwitz concentration camp. The documents allow identification of 8,995 prisoners. All of them were Jews, about 70% from Hungary, the rest from Poland, Greece, Romania, Czechoslovakia, the Netherlands, Belgium, and Germany. Mortality was very high because of disease, malnutrition, exhaustion, dangerous underground works, and the treatment of prisoners by German guards. An estimated total of 5,000 victims lost their lives. With the huge rush of curious treasure seekers since 2015, Polish authorities are warning that searching the local countryside does have its downsides. The Polish military have urged caution in the search for the Nazi gold train, according to the Associated Press, and has said the area needs to be cleared of trees before a proper search can begin. This comes as the newspaper Gazeta Roklaska reported recently that a 39-year-old man had died after trying to enter a tomb in a cemetery in nearby Swabozis, claiming that he may have been attracted by the spate of gold hunting in the area.
1: Frenzy of activity in Poland after the supposed discovery of a Nazi treasure train that went missing in 1945.
2: This extraordinary story. Some local government officials have cast doubts over its existence. Alinda Kincaid has the latest, though, as authorities try to keep treasure hunters out. Armed with metal
1: detectors and cameras, treasure hunters have embarked on a mission to solve a 70-year-old mystery. In a wooded area near a railway track in the southwest of Poland, these people are combing the area, hoping for a gold rush.
0: We haven't ever seen in our village so many planes over our heads, so many bikers and people from different cities.
1: It's believed a Nazi train used to transport gems, jewels, gold and guns was en route to Berlin at the end of World War II in this very region. Legend has it that in the final days of the war, as Hitler was losing the battle to the Allied forces, the Germans loaded a train with treasures and sent it through these tunnels. But the train never made it to Germany and was thought to be buried somewhere between the cities of Wlofschall, Poland and Volzhik. Now two men say they know the exact location of the Nazi ghost train given to them in a deathbed confession by a former Nazi soldier. But the men from Germany and Poland won't confirm the exact location unless they're guaranteed 10% of the loot. Poland's cultural minister confirmed that a ground-penetrating radar image showed a train 100 metres in length, making it 99% certain, he says, this so-called ghost train exists. Fearing that it may be booby-trapped, officials closed off the immediate area, but that hasn't stopped treasure hunters from moving in nearby. One local official said lawyers, the army, the police and the fire brigade are dealing with this. The area has never been excavated before and we don't know what we might find. The only thing certain is if it's found, there'll be a lot of competition for a cut of the bounty. Linda Kincaid, CNN. It is just fascinating. It's just one of those
2: stories, isn't it? It It's a
1: movie in real
2: life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. At a press conference in December, news came that put a halt on future exploration, at least for the time.
2: Scientists from Krakow's University of Science and Technology say there is no World War II Nazi gold train hidden underground in Volbrich. The hunt for the elusive gold train in rural Poland lasted for months after two amateur treasure hunters, Piotr Kopa and Andreas Richter, said in August they had found the train and said it should be exhumed and displayed as a tourist attraction. According to local folklore, the train entered a tunnel in 1945 and never emerged. Skeptics and fans alike can wait for more evidence for the theory to be proven either way, as Koper stuck to his findings, which he said proved the existence of not one, but two trains. There is, In the case of the so-called Gold Train, Nazi forces sent 24 freight carriages from Budapest towards Germany, filled with family treasures including gold, silver, and valuable paintings seized from Hungarian Jews and estimated to be worth up to $200 million. And
0: this headline dated December 16, 2015. No evidence of Nazi gold train, experts say. In August, a pair of amateur treasure hunters caused a stir with their claim that they had located a Nazi train laden with looted gold, gems, and weapons buried in a secret tunnel in southwestern Poland. In a news conference yesterday, however, Polish scientists who investigated the site announced that they could find no evidence of the train's existence. For decades after the end of World War II, rumors persisted that the mountains of southwest Poland held a secret a Nazi ghost train abounding with looted weapons, jewels, priceless art, and up to 300 tons of gold hidden inside a secret labyrinth of tunnels. The legend appeared to become reality in August, when two amateur treasure hunters said they had irrefutable proof of the train's existence. The pair, who asked for 10% of the value of the train's contents in exchange for information about its whereabouts, said they had located it in a tunnel sealed by exploded rocks near the city of Walbrzych. The story gained traction in September when Piotr Zukowski, Poland's deputy culture minister, told the press that images from ground-penetrating radar at the site along a railway embankment between the cities of Roklau and Walbrzych had made him 99% convinced that the train had been found. Fortune hunters, as well as the media, descended upon Walbrzych as geologists and engineers from AGH University of Science and Technology in nearby Krakow, spent a month surveying the location with magnetic field detectors, thermal imaging cameras, and radar. At a news conference held in Walbrzycz yesterday, however, the team of Polish scientists said their site investigation failed to produce any signs of the buried treasure. There may be a tunnel, announced Professor Hanyuz Medij, head of the scientific team, but there's no train. According to the New York Times, Madige said that although the investigators discovered some anomalies in the ground, they are no more than eight feet below the surface, far shallower than the reported depth of the train, which is said to be 30 feet underground. The anomalies could be remnants of a collapsed tunnel, said Madige, who added that the irregularities would have been far greater if there were a train present. The article continues to say, According to the New York Times, the Nazis did hide treasure pilfered from across Eastern Europe in the castles and mansions in the region surrounding Walburzich, which was part of the German province of Lower Silesia until it became part of Poland when the borders were redrawn after World War II. Some believe the Nazis also hid loot, much of it taken from Jewish families, in the network of underground tunnels that Adolf Hitler ordered built, much of it by Allied prisoners of war between 1943 and 1945 in the region's Owl Mountains. The Associated Press reports that historians differ as to whether the tunnels were intended as shelters or secret weapons factories. As the hidden tunnels have been unearthed in the decades following World War II, rumors have only intensified that a Nazi ghost train filled with riches was smuggled inside one of them as the Soviet Red Army closed in in the spring of '45. The armored train reportedly left Roklau, known as the German city of Breslau at that time, bound for Walbrzich, then known as Waldenburg, 40 miles away, but never reached its destination. Some believe it was hidden away and sealed inside one of the clandestine tunnels near Zia's castle, just outside of Walbrzich, although no documents have ever been found that cite the train's existence. The pair of treasure hunters who claimed to have found the train in August Polish construction company owner Piotr Koper and German geologist Andreas Richter told reporters at the same press conference that the experts' findings will not derail their quest. The New York Times reported that the men remained adamant that a railway tunnel and the ghost train exist at the examined site. Koper questioned the study's methodology and presented the results of research conducted by his own set of experts. He displayed images of round, oval, and rectangular shapes found by ground-penetrating thermal and magnetic sensors and insisted that it must be the train. We carried out similar examinations in many other locations, but we have never encountered anything like this, Koper said. There is no way these shapes are of natural origin. Local authorities in Walbrzich are not so confident, however. The New York Times reports that the officials will now have to decide whether to move ahead with an expensive and complicated project of digging and drilling to insert cameras into the ground to investigate further, or abandon the effort. The Nazis engaged in a systematic campaign to loot works of art and cultural property from public and private collections in Europe, with close to 80,000 objects confiscated in Poland alone. If even a fraction of that number can be recovered from this train, then we could be witnessing one of the most significant finds in modern history. The authorities and the finders have kept the exact location of the train secret, owing to fears that it could be booby-trapped and that any explosives on it could have become unstable, and so pose a danger to other treasure hunters who have reportedly descended on Walbrzic in the hope of getting to the train first. Despite the news blackout on the location Radio Roklaw, a radio station in southern Poland, claimed the train was located somewhere beside a four-kilometer stretch of the Roklaw walbrzic main line near Walbrzic. This would tie in with one of the original rumors of a gold train, which said the Nazis had parked a locomotive with trucks in a tunnel off the main line and then concealed the entrance. Although just what the train might have been carrying is still unclear, Mr. Zukowski said the two treasure hunters are in line for some kind of reward for their efforts. If it is confirmed the train is carrying valuable items, the finders can expect a 10% finder's fee, either in the form of a reward from the ministry or from the owners of the property, said the vice minister. Of course, any items of value will be returned to their original owners, assuming we can find them. Archaeologists have said that any excavation project could take months. Along with the fear of landmines, unstable explosives, and booby traps, the train could now be buried under tons of earth and rock. Some historians have warned that it might also have been carrying secret supplies of chemical weapons. Is this enough to scare people away? Not hardly. Tourism has been booming in southwestern Poland, and it's expected to continue for some time. Thanks for joining us at 1001 Heroes, Legends, Histories, and Mysteries. You can find our website at www.1001storiespodcast.com, and you can join us at facebook.com 1001 Heroes. We ask that you share our show with others, and we thank you for listening. Until next time, this is your host and storyteller, John Hagedorn, and this... Is our story.
3: So they found the train, or rather, they claim to have found a train. They're not confirming one way or the other whether or not the train contains the gold. But what they are saying is that there is a train, it has military usage, and that it is deep in a tunnel where the treasure hunters are claiming to have located it. The treasure hunters are claiming that this is as significant a discovery as discovering the Titanic. So just to recap for anybody who's been snoozing for the last couple of weeks, this is the Nazi gold train in Poland. According to Poland's culture minister, a deathbed confession by someone who hid the train led to its discovery. The train's location was then pinpointed pinpointed using ground-penetrating radar. And the train is apparently along a three-mile stretch of track in Poland. Walsbrick, which, as I said, is in Poland. It's about three miles from the Czech Republic border. But it is not confirmed whether or not it contains gold, art, jewelry, and documents. Here is what the Polish culture minister is saying. He says the following, I'm certain the train exists, but it might contain dangerous material. This is an appeal for any further investigations to be put on hold until we have finished the necessary official procedures relating to securing the site. Now, Margaret, stories... Folklore uh, surrounding the Nazi gold and surrounding the Nazi gold train go back years, and since it was hidden, 70 years ago. And it's always just been a bit of an urban myth, and so people have claimed in the past to have found it. But what makes this unusual is that these two treasure hunters, why everyone's got excited is these two treasure hunters have registered uh, their find with attorneys, and they've gone out and made it much more official. And now that the Polish cultural ministry is making official comments, and everybody is following this. So the anticipation is mm-hmm. that any, any day this train is going to be uncovered. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows for sure mm-hmm. what is going to be on it.
2: You know how I feel about this, Elliot. It really sounds like a very Indiana Jones moment. Dr. Jones, let's right. go. It this is. is like it's awesome. gold. This
3: it's is- Nazis. It's, yeah. It sounds exciting. The reality is, is, I think the the other caution, note of caution that people are saying is, mm-hmm. don't be surprised if it's not ingots of gold. Don't be surprised if it isn't that kind of you know, Hollywood moment. It could very well be, if there is gold there, and again, nobody, it's speculation at this point, it could very well be gold tooth fillings mm-hmm. from people that died in death camps. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. there is that highly... Moral question as mm-hmm. to the extent to which the people who found the gold are going right. to really seek to claim their 10% reward, because technically, under the uh, under the the rules and under the under the Polish law, they, they're entitled. Anyone who finds that type of treasure is entitled to 10% mm-hmm. of it from the Polish government. It's unlikely. I mean, it, the question is: is it morally ambiguous to whether they would actually seek to claim that? I mean,
2: obviously there there are issues with profiting off of, you know, the stolen property of people that have been murdered. I mean, my God. Sure, of course.
3: The number that they're talking about is something in the or estimated something in the region of three hundred million dollars. So it's a significant would be thirty million dollars. Now, in some ways, this is just a drop in the bucket compared with other supposed Nazi gold hoards. I'm thinking of money that was gold that was supposedly went to the Vatican Bank. Um, at the end of the war, gold that was supposedly gone to, is lying in Swiss, unnamed Swiss bank accounts, um, which ultimately will never be repatriated. What the Polish authorities have said is that they will seek to repatriate to the extent that they can um, the artwork, anything that's specific that they can identify and repatriate it to the families and the victims' families Mm -hmm. as appropriate. So
2: this is sort of a. It is a significant, cool, awesome find, a great story. But For sure, this is like a little fish compared to you know those thieving, conniving members of the of the. You know, the, as, assuming that that's correct, that the Vatican actually has Nazi money stored. I well, mean, that's, always like specu- that's always
3: been the speculation. That's never been confirmed. It's always right. been denied. Just to be clear, that's always been denied by the Vatican and the Vatican Bank. But the the rumors and the speculation. A U.S. Um, investigation uh, that, that took place in the nineties indicated that a significant amount of money, and we're talking about like $350 million worth of Nazi gold, found its way into funding. It found its way into the, the, the Vatican bank, and that's being held in un, unmarked <laughs> uh, Swiss bank accounts. Oh so. My. That, again, it's just a drop in the bucket, but it, it just goes back to the point. But notwithstanding that, it's still a very, very cool find. I mean, the fact that it's a deathbed confession of somebody mm-hmm. who hid the train. Sexy finally, story,
2: Elliot. Very finally, sexy story. That's- finally,
3: finally coughing up the secret. We'll wait to see, and with, with bated breath, to see what actually happens, what actually transpires when they do uncover this train. I feel it. Like, I anticipate that it's going to happen any day now. Well, let us know what you think about this, whether you think about the issue of Nazi gold. Let us know your thoughts. Thanks for being with us here. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Lip TV.